Samantha Tomlinson. And I'm Jocelyn Ponciano. And this is a good old Disney podcast where we're in Halloween month! Yay! Ooh. <laughs> we didn't even plan that! Holy crap! <laughs> that was great. That was great. I can't stress this enough. We did not plan that. <laughs> we did not. Oh, that was great. Um, So we are kicking it off with uh, the adventures of Ichabod, Crane, and Mr. Toad. And... You know, I, this was a weird movie. <laughs> it, it was weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, so I, I've, I'm, I've been on the Mr. Toad yeah. dog ride and that's in Fantasyland, but I hadn't obviously never seen the movie. Uh, well, okay. It is again. Uh, so this is one of the package films such as uh, Melly Time, Fun and Fancy Free, and there was actually an earlier one called Make My Music, which is not on Disney Plus, so I did not know about it. It existed <laughs> until now. Anyway, um, but it was the idea of they had a bunch of ideas for films, and due to World War II, a lot of them had to be condensed, mm-hmm. and they just decided to kind of combine some. So they... I, Mr. Toad was supposed to be a uh, wind in the willows was supposed to be a feature. Oh, and that obviously didn't happen. And so they tacked, I guess there was a debate on tacking it on with fun and fancy free. So with uh, the beanstalk, Mickey yeah. the beanstalk tagging on with that or tagging it on with uh, the gremlins, which is not gremlins. It was uh, so roll doll book and he wrote it specifically for Disney and that just that that project never happened. So, and the I, they combined Ichabod and Mr. Toad because they were basically considered like two characters that like are disaster prone mm-hmm. and are always going to cause trouble. And this is just a weird movie because Mr. Toad is a freaking psycho, <laughs> and Ichabod is just a weirdo. Like. He literally just is eat. He just is hanging out with women so he can like eat their food. Yeah, like that. That is. I'm not even like. I. It. It was. I have obviously never seen this, and I actually have the book Wind in the Willows. Um, from I got. I buy a lot of books when I go like thrifting, and I'm now. I will say when I was watching it, I'm like, I don't know if I want to read this book <laughs> now. <laughs> But also, but now that uh, some like twenty four ish hours has passed, I'm like, I mean, maybe I don't know. It was not at all what yeah. I expected, and neither was. And I thinking, I'm not an expert on Sleepy Hollow. I think most of us are familiar mm-hmm. with the Headless Horseman, but um, it was just it, it was also on like the Headless Horseman was unrelated until the end. Literally. In good <laughs> Disney fashion. Um. Oh, yeah. We're not about to say, like, Dumbo. Like, oh, yeah. Let's have the, or, or you know, like, like Pinocchio's nose growing <laughs> once and never again. That thing of, this is the most famous thing about this story or this character. And let's just not have it until the end or one point yeah. and then never again. <laughs> so... 
I, yeah, so what did you, you, so you agree with some of my thoughts, Josie? <laughs> oh, all of them, actually. Like, I, um, I remember watching this, but it was one of those, like, watched it, seen it by. Yeah. And I never really, like, and again, I think the same with, um, I think I mentioned this with Pinocchio. I always associate the ride, never the film. Yes. So, like, in my memory, all I think about is Disney. I think about the ride. Yeah. And, um, again, that was terrifying in its own. Um, but watching this again, because it's been years, I, you know, basically watching it again, I have no recollection of the movie. Um, yeah. what? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, just what? I mean, I would say that's the plot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is this the plot of The Wind and the Willows? I was like, just, yeah, it is confusing, but I will say I was paying more attention to this than others that we've seen already. Like this had a better, like it captivated yeah. me a little more, where I didn't, you know, fall asleep in the first like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I I will say I was on my phone a little bit, but I was definitely a little more into this than uh, fun and fancy free and oh yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, so I I like. Yeah, yeah, it was, I, I, the thing is, yeah, I associated with the ride, the ride, I've, it's been such a long time since I've been on the ride, the last couple of times I've gone, mm -hmm. I haven't gone on it, and not that I was like, you know, oh my gosh, I gotta go on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, <laughs> like, it wasn't, yeah, it, no one does that, <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't think I've ever seen it more than, like, the five minute wait time, maybe ten minutes, but like, yeah. It's not, it's definitely the, it's right, I think it's right next to Peter Pan. Yeah, it's right between the teacups and Peter Pan and like, a, it's like a hole in the wall. You you miss it, almost. It's the same style ride as like Peter Pan and Alice in Wonderland and Pinocchio where you're just, and Snow White where you're just like in a little car and you're going mm -hmm. through the movie. And I just find it kind of funny that, I mean, then again, what could the Sleepy Hollow be? Actually, that would be a terrifying ride. That would that would be a PG thirteen ride. Definitely not for kids. Um. Um. <laughs> so this movie came out in o October fifth, nineteen forty nine. Huh. Yeah. So actually, we are so we're recording October fifth. Huh. Wow. Huh. Okay. Oh. Um. <laughs> Accidental. Ironic. But not even the number. <laughs> I mean, no, we're not recording it the 5th. We're recording it the day this... Anyway, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> anyway, uh, it premiered in Washington, D.C. And it then premiered October 8th in New York City. And then it was released everywhere in the U.S. January 6th, 1950. And so Wind in the Wills was definitely supposed to be a feature. And based off the plot... I can totally see it being a feature. Yeah. I cannot see Sleepy Hollow being a full film. Just like, no way. Um, it's, I mean, also, because Sleepy Hollow is more of like, it's almost kind of like a ballad. It's not really, yeah, there's kind of a story, but it's not really a, there's, there is a plot, but the plot is a little irrelevant to the legend. Yeah. A little. I'm not, again, I'm not an expert on Sleepy Hollow, um, but... <laughs> I like, yeah. Wind in the Wheels, I it could totally see being a feature, yeah. and actually, apparently, um, there was a. So one of the animators, so uh, one of the reasons that there were a lot of these package films in the wartime era was because he uh, Walt Disney lost people 
and as well as resources due to the war. So like people were getting drafted. And I guess there's an animator for Wind of the Willows that was working on it, got drafted, went to war, came back and worked on the same sequence. What? <laughs> yeah, he worked on the same. It was this. I. That's what I read. Maybe that's not true. But apparently he uh, went off to war, came back and then it was just still working on the same thing. <laughs> It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, that's funny. Um, but also something I noticed was, so this came out in 1949. So this is right before the Silver Age. And aside from Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty, the Silver Age is, this this show, this was like foreshadowing the animation style that we're going to get in the, within the next like 10-ish years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where like, the in terms of like the comical animation like uh like eyes i mean there's this doesn't happen but like eyes bugging out or faces turning red or like so mr toad goes through his like manias oh the eyes his Uh eyes hypnotize like i've seen that you know it's that same type of like comical animation Mm -hmm. that you don't really get i mean i'm sure you i think we do get in the bronze age um and but but like that type of like humorous style of animation i feel like it i I don't think we have really seen it that much in the we didn't really see it a ton in the golden age a little bit but i feel like it's it cuts like really hardcore in the silver age especially with like alice wonderland and peter pan um and so it it was originally supposed to be called two fabulous characters because the question that so there's two narrators because there's two stories and it's like a set it's like a live action library but based on the way it looked I couldn't tell if it was live action or animated I, I don't know if you were confused yeah the, no the like coloring it was weird I think it was live action except for like the book like it, some of it seemed very um, animated but it the books themselves looked real enough. It, it, it was yeah, it was yeah. weird. There was moments where I, I also thought that, especially like on the end when it was pulling out, I was like, huh? I was like, I thought this was like a library situation. Yeah, then, yeah. Because the book looks like so like fake compared to the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. And it's not quite the same as like how in like any fairy tale Disney movie, there's like the storybook and that's a book. Like that is an that is a book, whereas this I was like, is it animated? Is it live action? Like, it, I think it was a live action room, and mm-hmm. some of the books were animated. Maybe it was weird. It was like yeah. hard to, based on. I think it was like the coloring. It was weird. I wasn't a hundred percent clear on it. Um, and so the runtime of this is an hour and eight minutes. And it actually won a Golden Globe for Best Cinematography for color. And I did like the color in this. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a lot of very vibrant and bright and, you know, dark and dreary when it's dark and dreary. And it's, you know, it's, again, uh, animation that you see a lot in the Silver Age. And so Mr. Toad is first, is first narrated by uh, Basil Rathbone. He's an actor. Um, I've actually, I've seen him in a weird movie that I watched at a sleepover for some weird reason. And I've since showed it to my sister because it's like, it's really stupid. 
I definitely <laughs> recommend it. It's called The Magic Sword. It's a really good, like, dumb old movie. But anyway, <laughs> um, it's really weird. Anyway, um, so the, oh, fun fact, the author of The Wind in the Willows, so Kenneth Graham, he also wrote the short story, The Reluctant Dragon. Familiar? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, so this was, again, I haven't read Wind in the Willows. I'm not a hundred percent familiar with it. Mm-hmm. He has a different, so he's, his last name is Toad and everybody calls him, well, is it, was it like Jay Thaddeus? But apparently that was only in this movie. That's not oh. from the book. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't, again, I don't know, but <laughs> I think so. But I was like, okay, I mean, okay. It didn't really make a difference to me. I was just kind of Toad. But yeah, he's just such a, like, he's kind of a, like, a light psycho. And I guess he's a, so, he, I thought at first that he was a hero because there was, like, all of these, like, newspaper articles. And essentially, he's part of a wealthy family, and he just goes on these, like, air quotes manias where he just gets obsessed with something and then has to go and do it. Mm-hmm. And it's causing problems because he's running out of money i guess (laughs) and he has two friends rat and mole and okay first of all rat apparently is not a rat it's like a different animal but um rat looks they called him a water rat or something yeah it's it's, yeah it's i was like huh (laughs) yeah and he looked just like like the watson-esque sidekick in great mouse detective oh yeah like, that was my first thought, and I'm like, it, it wasn't even, like, I didn't do, I didn't pull up a picture, but I was like, yeah, he looks exactly with a pipe, like, he looks exactly like him. And, uh, Mole is a freaking sweetheart. Oh, Like, like, can't he just, this, just be the movie about him. He was adorable. I loved him, yeah. Um, yeah, he was just so sweet. Like, I, I don't, he was adorable, like, when they're at the court scene. Yeah, there's a freaking court <laughs> oh, yeah, scene in this. Like, and he's like, and Toad is on the stand, and he, Mole's just like waving to him. It was so cute. Um, and this is like a world. This is like a a world where I guess anthropomorphic animals and humans are like living side by side because uh, Rat and Mole are sent a letter, and it's delivered by a human, like a regular. They're they are normal sized, and the humans are mm-hmm. normal sized. But everyone's wearing clothes. Like, it's just... Okay. Sure. <laughs> and, uh... Basically, they're sent to Toad Hall and McBadger, who... What's his job again? He's, like, his... Lawyer? Accountant? Um... He deals with money. Yeah. He he, he basically just, like, took over his, like... Uh... There is a name for it. It's, like, like uh... Like a his like a state like his yeah, financial yeah. stuff. Yeah, I don't. We don't know. Like, is that is that a lawyer? It can be. I, I think I think it could. Yeah, we'll just say a lawyer. <laughs> anyway, there. Uh, so he the badger requests them because because Toad goes on all these like manias. He causes a lot of damage as well as you know he's running out of money and he owes a lot of people money because of the damage. And he's basically begging Rat and Mole to convince him to stop. And apparently this is a reference to Roy Disney, who's Walt's brother. And he apparently would complain to the animators about Walt spending too much. Mm -hmm. 
which is very funny because yeah, like so many were so over budget. (laughs) Um, And there he's telling him he's riding. uh, He's traveling with a horse named Cyril. Cyril Cyril or Cyril. I think it's Cyril. And with like a car and they're just traveling the countryside and him, Cyril is in Toad have a weird relationship because it's like Rat and Mole are trying really hard to keep him grounded and McBadger, they're trying really hard to keep him grounded. Whereas Cyril, who he just met, by the way, like this is like, they're just going on this adventure together. He like got a horse we yeah. like I'm I they weren't like I don't he's not like part of his like you know group of friends but he just encourages his manias and like from throughout the throughout the short and mole and rat catch up they try to convince toad to stop and to stay and then Toad sees a motor vehicle and then goes on a mania, which is him having like hypnotic eyes and just like pretending to drive. And it's, it's weird. And it's terrifying, actually. They, yeah, they get him to his house and they lock him in his room. And there, there's two of these like, and they're sitting outside the room, like guarding the door. But there are these two like thrown like, chairs just outside the door and i'm like why like what's i what's the point of sitting there who's gonna sit i mean i get they're sitting there but like that's just very weird (laughs) it's just really weird and uh but then you know toad escapes out the window and ends up stealing well they were told he stole a car through like like newspapers and he goes to court and this essentially the they're trying to convict him for stealing a car and he's saying no i didn't i bought the car and he's and uh cyril is his witness who says that he stopped in he saw this saw the car the red car that he wanted and uh sees all these like weasels driving it he goes into the bar Asking the owner of the the bartender, Mister Winky, who is t- not I, I, his animation was creepy. <laughs> Mainly, yeah. it was the teeth. It, it was the teeth. That that's why that was my issue, and because it was that. Uh, so you know, in like animation, when someone would smile and they just have like a white, it's like a white block. There's no like ridges or like ends to the teeth, whereas this is like there are like they're squares and it's just like that mm-hmm. unsettling animation and he base and uh the weasel and they basically he he points them in the direction of the weasels the weasels by the sell him the car and then he brings in mr winky as his witness and he says and he says that he that toad tried to sell him the stolen car and he is then arrested and this part was actually sad he's up in like locked in a tower like crying and then uh he has a it's christmas (laughs) he has a visitor it's his grandma and it's cyril and it's like okay he's a toad and a toad's like i don't know less than a foot 
significantly shorter than a foot. This is clearly not his grandma. And he, Cyril basically gives him, like, he sneaks out dressed like a woman and ends up running from the cops. And this part honestly kind of bugged me because there's a, like, he's, like, on a train and, like, the cops are, like, shooting at him. And I've been noticing this. I noticed this with, um, because we talked about this with, um, was it, was it Melody Time? Or was it, uh, it was with the, uh, Pecos Bill, where, like, the gun usage and gun safety is just, like, ridiculous. And they're, they're just shooting at him. And my, and what I thought was, like, they're shooting, but they're all, like, right next to each other. And they're just, like, waving their guns. And I'm like, one of you would be getting shot. <laughs> like, yeah. just, they're, they are not being safe at all. And I've been noticing, like, it seems like the way the way the world is, I'm just so aware now of, like, someone, how someone uses a gun in a movie. And if yeah. it's too much or, like, you know, and... Um, uh, he, oh, so because he was, like, in jail, he's, like, chained to, like, one of those, like, ball, like, ball and chain things, and then he jumps off the train into a river, and they're still chasing the train, haha, he's escaped, and at first I thought, wait, is he gonna drown? And then, no, he's a toad, and then he's, like, freaking out because he's, like, can't get out of the water because the ball is weighing him down, but I'm, like, but you're a toad. Can you, I don't know, can toads not breathe underwater, but frogs can? I don't don't know. It was like, (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Okay. Why aren't you an, why aren't you an expert on, on the difference between frogs and frogs? Frogs and toads. I, 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 no information Uh, on that. Literally. (laughs) Cause I, I don't, Okay. But like, no, I also questioned it because he was okay. Like, like he was laughing, snickering with like another like uh, just a fish. I assume was just there. And then he saw the fish and then flipped out. And I'm like, I don't understand. Is it that you can't breathe again? I, I'm I'm assuming the issue is that yes, he can't breathe. But like, he's just the way. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't make. I, I was confused. <laughs> Um, he ends up at, he ends up at, uh, Mole and Rats, and, uh, they realize he escaped, and they, oh, he, yeah, he realized he's, he says he's been, like, what, furloughed or something for Christmas? I don't, <laughs> I don't know, it was, again, this is a weird short, so I'm sorry if I'm missing things, but, like, then, uh, he thinks the police are there, he hides, and it's McBadger who, realize that toad was telling the truth because a bunch of weasels are hanging out at uh his manor and who is also there mr winky so the whole thing was orchestrated by them and they decide to all along with toad sneak into the manor and get the deed and uh or like the because he signed like they signed like a when he bought the car and uh you know shocker right in the beginning they almost get caught because toad messes it up and then they get in and the whole thing is just i got the it's like the classic like 
I got the I got the I got the paper. No, now a weasel has the paper. Now McBadger has it. Now it's just it's like Jungle Book when they're trying to get Mowgli away from the um Yeah. It's that same thing, but with like a contract. And they end up getting it and uh he's freed and then his he's restored to his good name and I'm just like Okay, and then he basically bows, I guess, to... They they have a toast for... Mole, McBadger, and Rat decide to have, like, a toast for, like, the to the new Mr. Toad, who the, then cuts to him on a plane with Cyril, and he's going on his next mania. And I'm just like... Okay, but also, why is C- Cyril's just hanging out with him now? Like, okay, like, I don't, it... Mm-hmm. It's... It wasn't at all what I expected, and I didn't really know a, a ton going into it. I think I was thinking of it more like, did you ever read the Frog and Toad books? Yeah. When you were a kid? I thought it was like that. No. Or gonna be in like that kind of, <laughs> not quite, not plot-wise, but like that sense of like, I don't know. Basically, also, called, it was called The Wind and the Willows. I was thinking it was gonna be different. I don't know. Um, yeah. No, this was weird. Yeah. Like, it wasn't as creepy as Pinocchio. Like, it's not the nightmare that that was. And I wouldn't rate it as scary, per se. But there was definitely, like, times where I was just like, this is a little... What? Like, especially in the beginning. Like, the first parts of him, I'm just like, you're kind of psychotic, aren't you? Like, I'm I'm into it, but it's like... Yeah, it... Is this okay? (laughs) Should we be, like, showing this? Also, I have a thing with, like, the language. Like, what do you mean? There were some big words. Throughout oh, oh, because they're uh, all well educated and yeah. like proper and English, and so yeah. And I was just like, what? Like, there was moments where I was like, huh? I had to like stop and rewind, and I was like, yeah, they they just there there is some very there's your two cents for sure in this, in both actually. Yeah, yeah. This just it it was it was weird. It wasn't at all, again, what I expected, but I also, to be fair, didn't know anything going into it. And I feel like I should have known, but I, again, it's not, I haven't been on the ride in a long time. And I remember, I just remember you're in a car, and I think I remember seeing him and his friends. I don't really remember. And I remember the, like, so, like, the hypnotic thing that his eyes would Mm do. I remember that on the ride. But that was it. And I was like, oh, is that what that is? Like... And I had heard people say, like, yeah, that's a weird ride. Like, and I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's a weird movie, yeah. so it makes sense that the ride's weird. Um, so we then finish with, we're, we're then finished with who's the most fabulous uh, hero character. I don't remember. And we're, we're not doing a very good job at this. um it's just so weird like it's just so weird like we're actually struggling to like and i hear it but it's like follow through with us because this is literally what you're watching if you watch it you'd be like oh this makes perfect sense now but like it's so backwards in what they're trying to do like yeah i do understand how uh, mr toe could be a feature just because of this because there's a lot to unpack in that first yeah small segment but and that's the thing, like, there's just yeah. so much other things that doesn't get explained that you're just like, all right, I guess this is happening. Like, when he's under the water and he's, like, pretending to drown or something, it just cuts. Like, we don't even see him get out. He just shows up out. <laughs> he, 
Or it just shows like he's struggling and you see his like hand go come out of the water like he's struggling to he's trying to grab something and you see him kind of just it just kind of like merges because he's in the river and the river leads to Rat's house or Mole's house or whoever house it was. But um yeah, it's it's just kind of weird. I will say I do because it was planned for a uh, feature. A lot of things were scrapped, so I am kind of curious. Like, I can yeah. totally. I feel like if anything, things were probably would have been just like expanded. I think. Um, I I don't know. I'm just trying to think because I it it did flow together pretty well, but I also can feel. I can also sense like there is kind of something. I don't want to say something's missing. I just could definitely you can see it like you can totally see that this was a feature yeah i think it's it's really obvious that um no not really i wouldn't say obvious just because yeah it does flow very nicely i am content with what we get but there there was room for obviously more and it, it's it's fine we'll get we'll, we'll rate it at the end but <laughs> anyway so yeah we finished with uh mr toad or wind in the willows and then Bing Crosby is now the narrator, and I guess one of the reasons they got him was because he is a was a major star during the time, and was gonna, you know, for advertising was definitely a an appeal to audiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is like basically like, oh yeah, well, we got some out here in the colonies. We got some legends and stories and whatever. And you're like, all right, and it's uh, Legends of Sleepy Hollow. And I mean, this is, this is, uh, what I think is funny is that this is the picture, the poster of, I mean, I don't know about the original, I know not the original, original poster, but like on Disney plus the picture, the the art for this film is Ichabod Crane. And when you click on the movie, it's still like, like, it's like, it's like that's it's like that's supposed to be the selling point and wind in the willows was just tagged on. And I so I didn't think that was the first one. I was surprised that that was mm-hmm. that was first and that this was second. But then again when I was watching it it made sense why it was second. Um so yeah, we're in the small village outside of Terrytown called Sleepy Hollow and Ichabod Crane is just like reading and walking. And he's, like, awkward and tall and lanky and skinny. And he's got, like, a small head and a giant nose. And (laughs) we get to town. And so there is, uh, like, these, like, townies, these guys out there drinking. And then there's, like, essentially it's, he is not only the Gaston of this town. He was the, he will be the inspiration for Gaston. Uh, is Brom Bones, or I think it's like his name's like Abraham Van something, but um, but did you totally? I when I I when I first saw that, I'm like, based on like the context, I'm like, oh, so this is the Gaston, but he also he looks just like Gaston, and there's a part later where he's wearing a red coat, and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> this is just Gaston, and then I um uh, according to IMDb, uh, Brom and Ichabod were both inspirations for Gaston and Lumiere in Beauty and the Beast. Huh. And you, it's just so obvious in Brom, 
thanks for ruining Lumiere for me, though. <laughs> Which is also just so just because he has a long nose, like is that the ins- that that's it? Uh, um, but anyway, yeah, um, the whole sequence reminded me of and, Beauty and the Beast, like the intro. Like, yes, typical. Because yes. like they're also like talking about him. <laughs> yes! Oh my god! Yeah, it's literally him just strolling into town, and they're like, "Like who's that guy? It's Ichabod Crane, <laughs> and he's going to be the schoolmaster, and he's." really weird he just like he wants to like he sees there's literally a part where this is not this is like you said this isn't like clearly obviously uh was going to be a feature i don't know for sure if this was going to ever be a feature or not this was more like it was like a short it was like or a featurette it it was um based on the way it was told because it's mostly narrated there isn't really any there's not like a ton of dialogue and there's literally a scene of his one of his like students is like drawing like a picture of him like making fun of him and he's about to like hit him with a ruler but then sees he's got a bunch of food in his lunch so the narrator's like he befriends him so he likes to befriend be on good terms with the students so he basically gets invited to their houses for dinner when he sees that the mom is a good cook which is like that's weird that's really weird. Yeah, that's literally like the whole thing too. <laughs> is, like, uh, yeah, and or like, there's a part where he's like, and Brom can't help but like poke fun at him all the time. And there's a part where he's like hanging out. Oh, he like he has like he almost every almost every scene, not every scene, but almost every scene, he's like eating. And there's literally a part where he's like crossing off all the like like the names of people in town whose house he's been at or like who's trying to hang out with and the next one was like the woman's society and he's hanging out with these three women and they're like singing and just as he's about to hit his high note brahm has a dog howl and he's like so confused he thinks it's him and i'm like singing you had to have known that that didn't come from you you had to have known that why are you so confused yeah exactly and and the women's just like faint over this they're all like it's super weird because i thought it was gonna be he's kind of weird and awkward and falls in love with katrina and blah 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 but no it seems like a bunch of women are like into him yeah i think it's the whole like brains over brawn situation because he's just like oh he's so intellectual yeah he's like and he's a gentleman like he opens doors and stuff like that like he's nice but yeah yeah, but it's still like weird he's not a jerk (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, then we meet, uh, Katrina Van Tassel, who is the only child of, uh, the, I don't remember his name. It was like a, it was, it was not a normal name. It was a weird name. Anyway, her, of her father. And he's the, uh, wealthiest, uh, guy in town. And she is just like, everyone has a crush on her and, but she, like, totally, like, plays it up. Like, she totally lets these guys carry her stuff or do things for her. And Ichabod is immediately, like, in love with her. But he is really, he's interested because she's pretty and because she's rich. And he literally just keeps thinking, okay, when her dad dies, like, I'll, I'll get all the riches and all that. It's like, that. what? what? Like, 
this apparently, uh, there's a lot of people that like view him as the villain because greed is a often a element of a Disney villain. And I'm like, I can't argue with that. Like, I don't think he, he's not like being a diabolical, like mastermind. Like he's not like Jafar, like, Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make Mary, you know, marry the rich girl so I can whatever. But like he, it's like, it's just weird. I'm like, dude, you don't know anything about her. You're only interested in her because honestly, it bothered me more that it was because she was rich. I feel like he would have been into her because he would have been into her if she was pretty, but the fact that she was rich was what he seemed to care about way more. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're, you suck, Also, like, why? Because, like, I thought they were going to do, like, the whole farm food situation. Because... What do you, they, wait, what do you mean? Because she owns a farm, right? The, the dad's, like, the wealthiest oh, farm yeah. or something. And I thought it would have been, like, yeah, a yeah. food situation. Like, endless, like, cows and chickens and stuff like that. Or, like, vegetables. Because oh. he's, like... He kind of, like, focuses on the lettuce and stuff. But then he went on the money side, and I was just, like, nothing up until now has hinted that yeah. you were, like, greedy. Yeah. Like, literally nothing. So it was kind of like a... Huh? And I was expecting it to get to, like, the food aspect of things. Yeah. But no, it, it, it's literally just, but it's, she's rich. It's like from the, from like the, you know, writers and animators, it's like, am I supposed to be rooting for him? Because Brom is also, it's like, it becomes a competition between him and Brom. And, but Brom seems to like, she doesn't like that because she has all of these like, you know, admirers. She doesn't like that Brom just makes the admirers like disappear because they know that they don't Mm -hmm. stand a chance compared to him but like it seems like she also kind of still doesn't he'll be a jerk and she still kind of just doesn't mind it sometimes and i i was like and the but the thing is like yeah he's pretty much really poorly losing to ichabod and the thing is i'm supposed to be cheering for ichabod but i mean both of them kind of suck like, they're both fighting for this woman. I will say, Brom, it's because it's the same thing. Like, it's having, again, we know he's going to eventually be an inspiration for Gaston. And, like, if if, if that's, like, a similar, if he has, like, that similar mindset of wanting basically a trophy wife. But we don't know anything about him other than that he's, like, the, it, it says, it said he was the town bully. And yeah. I'm like. He's really just bugging Ichabod, and I guess the guys that are all interested in her, but he's not, like, really causing damage or anything. Like, um, and, yeah, they're kind of in this, like, weird little fight over her, and there's this part where, so Ichabod carries her stuff to her house, and she gives Mm -hmm. him a flower, and Brom is listening and hears him, he's kissing the flower, but it sounds like he's just kiss. he and Katrina are kissing each other. And it was, like, I mean, I thought that was funny, but it was just, like, a, because it was, like, a, like, a really overdramatic kiss. And, yeah, they just are getting into these weird, they're just in this competition. And then um, they are both invited to Katrina's family's Halloween party. And I kind of like the scene in some ways because they're just, Katrina and Ichabod are just dancing and she clearly seems to well up until the end she clearly seems to be 
favoring Ichabod to Brom. And I, and Brom, this entire dance is, he, okay, this part I got mad at. There's some, like, girl uh, sitting on the, like, also not without, without a dance partner, sitting by herself. And he looks at her, makes eye contact with her, and she, like, gets all excited and tries to, like, flirt. And he kind of, like, is, like, ugh, like, gross and looks away. And I'm like, dude, like, why can't, why, what's your problem? Why can't you just not be a jerk? And then I did think this was funny because he's, again, trying to ruin Katrina and Ichabod's dance and trying to, like, cut in. And this woman just will not, like, let go of him. And she's like practically chasing him around. I I thought that was actually yeah. really funny. Um, but uh, Brom finally realizes, and again, this also doesn't come out come until the end. But Brom realizes that Ichabod is really superstitious, and so what's he gonna do? He's gonna tell him a scary story to scare him, I guess. And and but I was like. Wouldn't it have made more sense for us to know ahead of time that he was superstitious? Like, if that was a character trait? Yeah, also not mentioned. It, yeah, It like, came out of nowhere. He, like, just threw salt behind him. And I'm like, okay, wait, so, okay. And he sings a song. He tells the tale of the Headless Horseman. And this song is supposed to be, it's considered to be one of the darkest Disney songs written, uh, along with, Hellfire from Hunchback and the song Worthless from Brave Little Toaster, which I don't, I kind of want to listen to it because Brave, I have, it's been a really long time since I've seen Brave Little Toaster. So I don't remember the music that well. I just remember oh, yeah. it was a terrifying movie. <laughs> I remember the air conditioner. Like, <laughs> then again, it probably creeped up most people. And the oh. guy, I don't know. I remember bits of that movie. But anyway, um, um, and the song, what was funny though, the song is so upbeat, though. Yeah, I was like, I like this song. <laughs> yeah, it was super catchy. It was really upbeat. And um, everybody, it was funny because everybody seemed to be, like, singing and dancing to it. But then there were times where it would, like, cut and you see a person behind, people behind Brom, and they're, like, gasping and, like, shocked. And I'm like, oh, I, I thought they were dancing, like, ten seconds ago. And... I was like, I don't, don't you know this? <laughs> and but he hides out. He comes out every Halloween, and he is uh, the headless horseman. And he's like in the hollow that apparently you have to take, I guess, to get there. Which, but which I was more surprised because I'm like, okay, is this just Ichabod's route, or is this everybody's route? Because no one else was there, and I, I, I don't know. I, but anyway, um. So Ichabod is like riding through the woods. He's really kind of nervous. And he, he, you know, he keeps seeing these things that he thinks are monsters and then starts like laughing because he realizes that he's just being stupid. And then there's the headless horseman. And uh, I legit thought that it was Brom for like most of the time. I literally was like, oh, dude, it's Brom. It's Brom. It's clearly him. He's just messing with you to scare you away from Katrina. It is not. It is the Headless Horseman. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. I also thought I that. was literally, and even, like, there was the part where uh, he, like, pretty much looks inside 
the like you know because it's it's just like no head he looks like down like where his neck would be and i literally thought like oh that's weird how is he pulling that off it still didn't click i don't think it clicked until the end like oh no that's the headless horseman actually the headless horseman he was really creepy he was he in disney canon he's actually considered to be uh one of the scariest villains along with turnabog in fantasia the Horn King in Black Cauldron and the Firebird in Fantasia 2000, which I don't really know how, I don't yeah. think I'm that familiar with the Firebird, but um, yeah, I seriously just thought it was Brom. I did not think it was actually a horseman. I just thought the whole thing was a prank. And there's a part in the song where he says like, where, where Brom says like, you got to cross the bridge and then like you're safe because he can't go past through, go past there. And he, Crosses, manages to cross the bridge. There was this really long sequence, and it's like of him trying to escape, and then his horse is going the wrong way, or he's then on the headless horseman's horse, and I don't know. But he ends up crossing the bridge. He's safe, but no, because the horseman lunges. Uh, like he he throws this like fiery pumpkin at him, and then the next morning. The only thing that's found is a smashed pumpkin and Ichabod's uh, hat. So I guess he's dead. <laughs> and and there's rumors that he's married to a wealthy woman in another county. And the rumor, it shows like him at dinner with a bunch of like little kids that look exactly like him. <laughs> and, and then it shows, so I mm-hmm. guess Brom ends up with Katrina. Nah. And I thought Katrina was going to be sad. Like, like, oh man, no, she just marries Brom. And when she, she like freaking at their wedding, just completely lays one on him, which I'm not, it's, it's not as much that I'm against her kissing him that way. It was just, so you really, you're just as superficial as Brom and Ichabod are. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's the end. And the, the book is done and then the light there's like a glass window of like a book opening and it the light goes out and you hear Bing Crosby go I gotta get out of here and then that's the end and I'm just like that yeah okay that's that's weird that this this is a weird movie it's it's a I again didn't know much about either going into it um the only reason I was excited to see this was because I've seen the pictures of the Headless Horseman uh, during Halloween at Disneyland. And I have not ever been to Disneyland during the fall or Halloween. So I just always thought that was cool. And I knew it was from this, but I hadn't watched it. So that was the only reason I cared about it. But um, yeah, it, neither were what I expected. And I definitely... But it was weird because it was like... It, it was... I don't know. It was It was like... Yeah, it was like a ballad. It wasn't really yeah. like a story, especially because the the main character dies, disappears. Like, I, I don't know. Um, how how would you rate? I mean, I feel like honestly, one you could wind in the willows. You could probably maybe have some. I feel like I wouldn't want someone. I feel like these are two different rateable yeah. things. Um, I agree with that. I 
genuinely wouldn't even suggest this to my nieces. Like, one, because I don't think they would find anything about it amusing. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, like, they couldn't understand the language. The language is, like, just, it's it's too proper for any, like, child yeah. to, one, like, follow. And animation-wise, like, yeah, um, there is, like, bright colors, and it is pretty, but not yeah. enough for, like, a kid. I could see where they would just be like, I'm bored. Um, and also, like, and... Um, I think they would enjoy Ichabog a lot more yeah. than Mr. Toad. Um, just color-wise and, like, joke-wise. It's a lot more, like, gags yeah. and just with With both of them? Things. Or, um... um with- but... While that said, yeah, I don't yeah. think I would show this yeah. to them in general. Not because it's scary or bad, just because like they wouldn't be interested in it. But um, even that, yeah, uh, yeah. There's just problems with that. It's just like the older they get, the more they'll comprehend. Yeah. And I don't want them to get any message from either of them because n- the messages in these like short films, I guess, um, aren't good. no they are not i mean there is no like redeemable anything because it's the same thing like you were talking about like ikabaka is like we're rooting for him like should we though he's not like yeah like he's clearly a a greedy guy he's superficial and i mean so is everyone else but like why should i you you kind of get the impression that he's going to be a really uh, yeah he was like a nice person, but he does seem to be kind of sneaky and a little conniving and like I kind of thought it was gonna be like he is just in love with Katrina and there's this jerk bugging him trying to also be with Katrina, which is what's happening. But it's not just like oh he actually cares about Katrina and knows her and we're definitely rooting for him. No, he's just as superficial as Brahm is. Yeah, he's like, he's just not your stereotypical like hot, buff, charming no. guy. He's just kind of like a little nerdy, a little weird. Just which is like kind of cool to kind of see that yes. opposing. Um, but I, that 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 makes me sadder because they they missed a moment to like actually show. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, like, he got the pretty girl, you know. They will later about it. in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. Almost. In, like, in, like, uh, what, this came out in 1949. That was, like, 91. So, like, 40-ish years. <laughs> Soon. Um, oh, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so, like, it, it, it's a very weird age gap, I think, almost, or, like, age restriction. Because I would say, if you're going to show it to them, show it younger. Because you're going to have to talk about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Because then the older they get, like, um, yeah. my niece right now, she's six, seven, old-ish. Um, she's like, she would definitely point out a ton of yeah. stuff in Mr. Toad. She, like, she'd ask, like, what's mania? And I'm like, uh I don't know if I want to have this conversation with you right now. Yeah. Like, it's just a lot of weird things that don't make sense in terms of, like, a child. Yeah. And to be fair, me. <laughs> like yes I mean, and to be fair um but yeah like age restriction i guess at the bottom line i would give it if younger than five sure if they would want to watch it anything older you'd definitely have to talk about things not the same conversation you had previously with like pinocchio or like um los tres amigos like nothing like that but it's definitely like a yeah oh, by the way, um, you don't have to go for the pretty girl or you don't have to, like, you know, like, 
it's really weird, especially when you mentioned the dance sequence in Ichabog. Like, it's that same, like, you know, like, not as attractive, kind of frumpy looking, like, and it's it's sad. You know, that, that stereotype is going to happen for years and years yeah. still now. You still have that side character, you know, female who's just not as gorgeous as the leading one. And and overweight. She was, like, slightly overweight. She kind of reminded me of a way more energetic, uh, like, Meriwether. Basically, because oh, yeah. she had the yeah. dark hair. And Same frame, short. ideally. But, but, like, yeah, yeah. But, like, which, yeah, and, and that's... Honestly, to me, that was kind of the least yeah. of its worries. It was more of Brom being like a jerk and just like, and but I did love that she like she he wants he's <laughs> like oh actually yeah sure let's dance and she like will not let him go <laughs> like like I did um I she was super funny and but um yeah I I I agree I think uh you yeah it's not I will say the ending. Of Sleepy mm-hmm. Hollow was probably the creepiest, um, but to be honest, that was the most fun part. Um, I I agree that there's a lot of things in this about the characters that you would not. I mean, I wouldn't pick up on it if I was like, yeah, four or five. I would. I think I probably would have viewed it as. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think I would have been aware that he wanted, obviously, because it's mm-hmm. it's pretty obvious. It's not even subtle that he wants her because she's rich. But I think I still would have viewed it as like, oh, he's good. Braum is bad. Which, again, and you kind of do view it that way, but at the same time, because he did let lead him somewhere that did lead to his death. But like, and and it, yeah. it, it was just the whole, th- I more found it odd because it's like, if this is a real legend, this is coming up now at the end of the movie. Like, um, I mean, that is like, I mean, Sleepy Terrytown and Sleepy Hollow, those are like real, I mean, they're real places. Like I, the uh, legend is obviously like the, the author wrote it based on these real places, but I think Sleepy Hollow, it was called it and it's since been named Sleepy Hollow. I don't know. But, um, I really want to go there. Um, it looks really cool. But, um, oh. like, again, it's it's just, it's a legend. So I more find it weird, like, why wasn't this, like, the first thing to come up? I thought it was going to be a bigger issue. Yeah. Um, or, like, hidden, like, leading up to it. Like, maybe, like, the town people are preparing for Halloween because they, you know... Because, like, even in, like, other films where it's, like, a fun superstition. Yeah. Where it's not, like, an actual threat or danger. They're still, like, ah, oh, let's just play it up for the kids or something. Or, like, jack-o'-lanterns everywhere. Or, like, nothing. There was nothing. Yeah. And um, that always just frustrates me so much when it's, like, there's no indicator that... Like, uh, in... On uh, Movie Reel, so the other podcast they do, uh, a while ago we talked about Hook. And I pointed out how... It's Christmas, yet there is no indication that it's Christmas until they arrive in London. Like, you, I would not have assumed it was Christmas until, unless they hadn't said it or showed it in London. And that stuff just always bothers me because that's just not consistent. And, like, you know, so, 
for me, it was more just like, if that's a big thing, like in the Sleepy Hollow movie, they don't go out after dark because they're scared of the Headless Horseman. Like, like if there were some indicators or I thought maybe he was going to like defeat the horseman and then end up with Katrina, like something redeemable. And I, I thought he was going to oh. become the horseman. I thought that was like the situation. Yeah. I thought that that, that was like what's going to happen. But then it didn't happen. Oh yeah. I thought that's what they were going to say. Like, oh, or legend says that like now he's the huntsman. It's like, oh, or the horse, headless horseman. I'm like, no, I thought that was like the thing. Oh, that would have been, that would have been interesting. Yeah, I was waiting for that, uh, yeah. but then, no. Because they, they specify his lanky scarecrow body, so I thought that was, like, the whole point, that he was going to be, like, like, they they kind of yeah. led it up with that, so yeah. I was like, oh, okay, sure, you know? And- Apparently, this was, sorry, this was on IMDb, they... I don't know if it's, like, a fact or if it's just, uh, like, a theory, but apparently uh, the Scarecrow villain in Batman is oh. supposed to be kind of inspired by Ichabod Crane. Like, he is, de- like, his designed a little similar. Huh. And his last name, is his name is Jonathan Crane. And I was like, what? And I guess because they do to compare him to a Scarecrow. Like, so I was like, huh, that's... What I I was very, I was kind of surprised. I'm like that's kind of funny. Um, yeah, I, I it's it's I feel like with Wind in the Willows, the conversation would be more about like uh the because fr- it, it, it's supposed to be like a fun movie and all. He's just like a wacky character, but I feel like in that the conversation to have would be about like mm-hmm. friends because we don't really see him give any offer anything to his friends his friends are trying to like help him out and he just wants to be like free and like roam free and do what he wants so i feel like in that case it's like more of a discussion of like when you know when you're obsessed with something when you know you need to stop when people you care about are trying to help Mm -hmm. you like it's 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 more of a like Mm -hmm. almost like almost like you know, any, it's like inner, it's like they're pretty much having like an intervention for him almost. Like, that's kind of like the vibe of like, that's how bad his problem is. Whereas, like, I feel like I do agree that if you do watch him before maybe like five or six, you're just kind of watching it. Whereas if you get older, you're going to be like, wait, this is weird. Yeah. Like, the older you get, the more you'll question. So it's like, if you really want your kid to have known the story, like, that's the thing too. It's not like a memorable. It's more of like if your kid suggests, hey, like if you're scrolling through Disney Plus and you're like, I want to watch this. There's there's a frog. I like frogs. You're going to be like, all right, but um, this is not going to be <laughs> what you think it is. Well, he's a, well, he's a toad, not a frog. So that's like, well, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not a, not a frog. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I agree. It's it's kind of it's kind of like the same as the other. um package films that we've talked about that this it's gonna happen if you're gonna watch it it's kind of just like in the back now i don't say quite in the background i feel like i I think we both agree we're a little bit more engaged in this than the other ones but um it's definitely one that like you're probably not you're i don't know i can see someone suggesting ichabod crane i feel like i can see someone suggesting this more like i maybe would even maybe suggest this to people because I feel like it is like a conversation. Like this is a topic. Like I, this is a weird. Like there's stuff to talk about. This. 
yeah, it is kind of fun. It was a fun thing, especially like for Halloween. Like it's not like a scary yeah. like Halloween film, but it's oh, you know. No. And we were talking about this too. Like for some reason, like this comes up. Like when we we're uh, planning our Halloween uh, month, we were just like, oh, we have to do like Ikebog and Mister Toad, and we we're like, mm, but like watching it, we're like, why? Like <laughs> yeah, except for well, like I, yeah, you know, except for like the last two minutes of this. Um, that makes sense, but it's it's associated with Halloween. I think I had suggested it because it was, um, you know, we do roughly try to go in order of things of movies and events and whatnot. And this was kind of where we were, where, you know, I mean, like, I mean, the, the last, the last full one we've talked about was Cinderella, but, um, this one seemed to obviously fit with, within Halloween and was like, so it's where we are, as well as um, it's on topic, and I haven't seen <laughs> that's, it. That's as much as we can get from that. <laughs> I have seen it now. <laughs> I honestly, I would probably honestly just like, if I, I won't say I would never watch it again. I think I would just skip to like the party and then just continue on. <laughs> that's I felt so, like that that's was like the last like, like 11 10 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Like, well, it's that's the most interesting part. <laughs> Other than like I was being like Katrina, you're what's up with you? Why are you so okay with all these guys? I liked her song. I, I get like you know, <laughs> yeah, I did like her song, and I did. I I was I don't hate Katrina. I think I wanted to like Katrina, but um, there wasn't. I don't know if she. We don't really know anything about her, and we don't know anything about Brom. We know about Ichabod, and Ichabod is not that. I will say I do kind of like in a sense that he is I want to say he's just flawed. He has like he's a human and humans so a lot of humans are greedy. A lot of humans are like man is evil. <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean not like not that but yeah, like the sense of he's just as much of a, a he can be considered a antagonist. I kind of like that idea. When I heard yeah. that, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, actually, I forgot to mention this before. Katrina, so she looks of like really similar to Cinderella. Oh, yeah, face-wise? I, I guess face-wise, but also there were some facial expressions she made that looked very similar to the facial expressions that we see Aurora do in hmm. Sleeping Beauty. There was a couple, and I was like, it's sweet. And I suddenly it messed with my mind because I'm like, at first, I, yeah, I thought she looked way more like Cinderella, but because of some of the expressions, I'm like, this looks a lot like Sleeping Beauty. So, but apparently she looked, was supposed to, uh, I guess, I don't know if it was the designer. She does kind of look similar, or she was modeled after uh, someone who I think was also the inspiration for, like, some of the characters in, like, uh, Melody Time. And, oh. uh, like, she was the girl in, like, the Pecos Bill story that he almost marries and then doesn't because okay, she gets I like that. thrown to the moon. Thrown to the moon. And I, uh-huh. Yeah. And, but I, yeah, Cinderella, I'm like, she looks just like, like from, she looks just like Cinderella. And this is like a year before that switch. So it makes sense. But the fact that that's not the one that popped up when I was like, look at, I'm like, really? That that's the one. So I feel like she looks kind of like Cinderella almost in the way as like, Braum looks like Gaston. Yeah. Uh, almost, yeah. Um, but 
yeah, so that's Ichabod. That is the adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. And uh, it's just, you know, yeah, skip to the last, like, 11 minutes, I guess. Yeah, it's not a bad, like, it's not bad. No, And it's no, entertaining. No. It's just definitely you can live without it. And also, like, it's just a little weird. Like, it is a fun film, though, if you're bored. I will say, <laughs> yes. I think compared to some of the other package films, I definitely think this one was the most entertaining. Oh yeah. Uh, Fun and fancy free was just like, it didn't really even, I felt like it didn't even need to happen. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't. But this one, I'm like, you know what? This actually, I did enjoy it. I I was like, there were times I was kind of bored. I think I am curious though, what a feature wind in the willows Mm -hmm. would have looked like. And, um, and I, I mean, I'm, yeah, I, I feel like that would have been interesting, but um, yeah, Sleepy Hollow, I don't want as a feature as a feature because yeah, no, unless the characters are yeah less terrible, but that's that. Um, yeah. Um, so we got to talk Disney news because there's been a bunch of stuff happening and we haven't had a chance to talk about it. Um, number mm-hmm. one. The Mandalorian trailer came out for season two, and I'm so pumped. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I am so excited. I cannot wait. Did you watch the trailer? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm so excited, and we're gonna... We're we're going to meet Jedi in this. And when, I, when they said, like, enemy sorcerers, I'm just like... Ah, uh, first of all, no, they're not your enemy, Mandalorian. <laughs> they're not. They're not. <laughs> at least, or at least the ones that you probably would be meeting. Um, um, yeah, I'm really pumped for that because that comes out October 30th, and <laughs> yeah, I'm just that one. That's really fun. I just wanted to like. I just wanted us both to be like, ah, Mandalorian. Okay. Um, <laughs> also, mi- yeah. But Mandalorian also it won uh it won I think seven mm-hmm. Emmys at the Emmys and it won the one that I really wanted it to win. <laughs> I just said one and Which was? a lot in that sense. <laughs> okay. Uh it it was the uh score and which was like uh Ludwig uh Grohonison. I can't say his name. I think I've heard it and I'm like, oh, that's how you say it. But he did the score for um, Black Panther, which he won the Oscar for. And before that, he actually did the score for uh, Community mm-hmm. and ended up doing this. Um, yeah, I was really excited. And I was like, yay! Because that's, that's the, out of all of them, that was the one that I cared about the most. Because that, to me, I thought was so, so good. Um, uh, and... We're just like ripping through these. I realize there's not yeah, much to I talk think, about other than say um, this is what happened. I think most people know. <laughs> if you're if you're a Disney person, you followed through, but like the big news though. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Exciting, you know. Don't have to really go in depth. I think yeah, we'll yeah, go yeah. more in depth once uh, uh season two does come out. <laughs> but on uh Saturn news. <laughs> um the other major Disney thing that's happened is the layoffs. So Disney has laid off roughly 28,000 employees between the Disneyland um, 
in California and yeah. the Walt Disney World in Florida. Um, this was because of COVID. They've just lost too much money and to ensure that they could keep the parks and everything running, they had to yeah. do major things. Uh, most of the people, if not all, were all part-time workers. Um, basically, anyone that wasn't crucial to keeping uh, Disneyland and Walt Disney World like running. And it sucks. <laughs> I, I, My hearts go out to everyone who lost or got that call that oh my god that would suck that would that'd be a really Mm -hmm. that would that would be a sucky call to get um i'm uh really surprised though that because i think it's because disney is so well known for being so big and having so much money that Like, in the beginning, I remember when I was hearing that they were being very difficult and weird about giving people money back for people who bought season passes. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone was just kind of like, that's so bizarre. Like, why not? You're going to be fine. Like, like, I think you would make enough money even if you didn't Mm -hmm. offer season passes. And so the fact that I'm hearing that they did this because they've lost a lot of money. um, I mean... I'm assume where I'm assuming though most of these workers were not getting paid though during this time. Mm-hmm. I heard a lot of them were good. We're still yeah. getting like um, you know a lot of benefits came out because of COVID. You know, you had your stimulus check. There were yeah. some people who had like uh some paychecks. They were cut off like thirty percent, like some weird like half seas situation. Um, but from yeah. what I know, because I did look into this just because I have a lot of uh people that I follow who were also laid off. Um, so I, you know, got a lot of information on yeah. it, but uh, I think in total there is a hundred thousand employees between the Disney parks, and- so twenty eight thousand of those, um, is a huge thing. Yeah. But also, like when the when the pandemic first started, like the first three four months when Disney just jumped, they lo- they dropped like ninety one percent of their profits. Like what? Yeah, it was like detrimental to them which is why like once they released like those numbers everyone was just like they understand like the whole like annual pass thing and like everyone just like freaking out about everything because it was like you don't understand how much revenue comes from just the parks and 91 in just the first three months that's insane yeah and we've been in like you know quarantine lockdown COVID-19 like for the rest of this year it's been a total of like what seven months so march to yeah so yeah seven months yeah so yeah or going to be seven about months. to be seven yeah. months That's so in the first three of those dropped 91 percent in profits the company like disney company like the company as you mean like include like everything everything not just uh, the parks. Just the parks. Not like necessarily like movies and stuff like that. But it's hard because it is like the under one name that is yeah. Disney. But yeah, so like in just parks, like yeah, because you have to think about it. You know, this was always like a favorite thing to talk about with everyone. I'm just like, do you know how much like churros they sell in a day? Like it was fun facts like that. But yeah. like think about it. How many churros would they sell in a day? So much. Okay. Oh. Oh. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't have an exact number, but um. <laughs> yeah. But it was one of those things where, like, you know, you would just like wonder, and then like, um, but now wonder again, 
like imagine like in a day they were making like a million dollars yeah easily if not more because think of every single store you know like per park probably like you know you had disneyland uh california adventure like between those you're probably getting a million each like probably getting half a million in just downtown um wasn't there like it was like they make i remember reading i don't remember if i read this or if i heard this it was like they made something a hundred thousand dollars there's like a a minute yeah they make an insane amount of money just because like you know like you you could research how many people come to a park in a day assuming all those people are eating three times a day assuming all those people are buying merchandise yeah like it it racks up so much and like, yeah. it's crazy to think that they've gone this long without opening. Yeah. Which is like, I also understand why Florida's open. Because Florida opened in July. Um, back up uh, in July. And that's yeah. where like, most of like now their revenue has been coming back into. But it's not enough. Because like, there's still not a ton of people going to the parks, which thankfully. Yeah. But um, not anywhere near what they're used to. Especially like right now. You know, they missed all of summer which is literally like one of the main um points of revenue for them because all the kids are out of school everyone has vacation time and you know perfect vacation yeah it's everyone's traveling to all the disney parks and now you have the holidays yes which makes more sense for these layoffs to happen right before then because if the parks are not opening um disneyland in specific because uh yes florida is open but um it's yeah it's tough like, it's really hard because I, I think we, we all had the same, like, Disney, you're going to be fine. You make so much money. Like, you're fine. But it's really not. And yeah. if you're thinking of, like, you know, because you have to, like, 100,000 people. Can you still pay 100,000 people yeah. the exact same that you're paying without getting anything in return? Like, that, that's the bottom line. Oh, and as sad yeah. as it is, it, like, they're still a company. Crush the numbers, like, smaller. Think of, it like, a, I don't know, like, a small mom and pop shop. If you're not getting customers, you don't need five employees. It makes need sense. Yeah. The owners and maybe like another person. You cut down to the people you need. And like, uh, it was so heartbreaking because um, there was people, you know, who just got in. Like they had just worked on their first project. It was their first year. And then everything yeah. happened and that's all they have to hold on to. It would break my heart. It would break my heart if I just had gotten into it. Yeah. And it was over. That's re- that really sucks. Um, I mean, wait, do we gotten into it? Like, what do you wait? Like into the park? No, like like being an Imagineer or like working on a project oh, or like getting hired. Oh my gosh, the Imagineers college program. Too, that's- like oh, everyone in yeah. the college program was only there for like maybe two one month. Um. And then I was, well, that was I was hearing the same thing about people studying abroad that they would just they just well, had to be sent home just just yeah around. that's it yeah yeah that's the exact same thing but um I know there's that, a lot yeah. of resources for them um I'll put it in the Instagram if anyone wants to check that out they're doing food pantries and stuff for all the workers who've been laid off oh. um super sweet they're banding together it's really really nice um a lot of these people who were Imagineers have like small businesses they're all linked on stuff um well we'll link show our support. But that's like the major Disney news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's happened. That's, yeah. 
2020 sucks. 2020 <laughs> has been terrible, like, uh, which I think we've all agreed with. And the thing is, it's it's crazy because we're almost done with 2020 now. And this happened at the beginning. I know. It's like, <laughs> I mean, oh, which reminds me, uh, everybody, please go and vote. Like, please, please, oh, please, please, God, please, please, <laughs> please, please, please vote. This is not the year. This is not the election to just not vote, not do it. Um, you can register up until I think I don't remember the exact date, um, but it's like this month. Um, if you think you're registered, double check. I've checked like three times um, to make sure I was registered and my address was right and everything. Um, this, like, please, 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 please vote and vote for the obvious candidate for the love of God. Like, I don't think we can't take any more of this. Like, I, I'm, I'm kind of just not breathing until this is over. Like, I'm so stressed out about it. Um, and so yeah, please, this is definitely not the year to not vote. And this is like, this is a so such a crucial, important election. Uh, like, please, please do, please do it, please vote. Yeah, yeah, fifteen um, days. Uh, California specifically has fifteen days before election day for in person by mail or online registration. Yeah, we my hope we all vote absentee because like we don't know what we're gonna be doing on first tuesday of november and like i um i mean i don't know my that so trump and hillary was my first election and my dad i remember (laughs) i was like freak yeah that i was like wait is this your first election uh or did you vote last time were you you, yeah no i voted last time too technically it's my first election too yeah I just don't want to count it. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to, I know, and my, I was like, I remember I was like in class, and I got, I got out, and my dad like called me, and I was like freaking out, and he's like, I'm so sorry, this is your first election. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like, even when I was a kid, I was like not, obviously, that into politics, <laughs> but I understood like, like I remember from where I stand, at a tw- as a 12-year-old, Obama and McCain was like an air quotes, a Mm -hmm. fun election because there weren't, the stakes weren't high. It was just no matter what, like, yeah, no matter what history was going to be made, we were either going to have our first, um, like African-American president, or we're going to have our first female vice president. And I know now that, I mean, I definitely don't like share ideals with, I don't know if she still does. I know, I know, uh, Sarah Palin, at least at one point, was a Trump supporter, but I don't know if she, I'm assuming she still is. I don't know. Um, don't, don't quote me on that because I don't know. Uh, but, and McCain, I know there were things that I didn't agree with, but I feel like if he had won, I don't think we would have been in bad hands. Like, this is just so beyond yeah. ridiculous and things don't have to be this bad. It's like, it's like, I honestly feel like, did someone go back in time and change the timeline? Like, are we living it? Like, that's what it feels like. Like, seriously. And there would be times where I'm like, I hear something. I'm like, did someone go mess up the timeline again? Like, like. Yeah. And, I, you know. 
it's the uh, have you seen like those uh funny like memes where they talked about like the murder hornets oh. and they're like so someone came back and took away that story plot oh, but we're still yeah. left with this and i'm just like huh that did kind of come and go and no one really talked about it huh yeah that's weird. it came yeah it <laughs> happened and it was like ah oh, great and i remember seeing yeah something that said this season of earth is weird <laughs> what is- what happened the murder hornets don't really have anything to do with the plot <laughs> oh i'm so sad all the time i know I know. I I know. I aren't aren't we all like I'm. I don't want to obviously try not to bring. I don't want to bring. We don't. We we do talk about news and things that are going on, but we obviously don't want to bring too much reality into this because this is supposed to be an escape. But the reality um, is, go out and vote. This is so. <laughs> but I'm gonna probably keep saying it for the rest of the month. Please go out and vote, or or stay in and vote and register and register absentee like it's mm-hmm. ple- like please 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 do it like i uh, it's this is a very absurd terrifying time and if you think if you want things to get better then vote <laughs> because it's like i i don't you know uh and vote for biden because i know not everyone loves biden He's the best but we got, so you gotta do it. He, he is, but no, he is. So yeah. please just like just political do it. standpoints, <laughs> like are always hard. Um, I know that some people, but uh, we're gonna share our opinion, and our opinion is right. Um, like sorry, not sorry. Um, we respect all our opinions. Yeah, but you're wrong. I um vote Biden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing, and it's like again, I being a Trump supporter three years ago is not the same as being a Trump supporter today. 100%. Like, there was, oh, I remember, like, people just like, he's funny. I'm gonna vote for him. What? <laughs> and, no, like, I, I, there's, um, my sister-in-law's family, you know, grew up in Redding, California. Oh. Um, like, you know, they, they were just, you know, and they don't mean any ill will. It's just, again, you're sheltered. You don't have that much, like, experience. Like, you've never really experienced, um, like outside cultures or like poverty or just like you know you just have a very white collar life and um you know like yeah if you know trump the actor <laughs> like they were just you know she was just making fun she was just an old grandma lady she was just like you know what and they got both with trump he's he's funny he's like you know he and you know he is very charismatic um to some but uh like i understand um very yeah. very little but i can understand like why back then it was like oh ha, ha, ha. it was like a joke to vote for him it was more comical and more innocent um but now i after can his presidency, yeah yeah with everything that's happened his response to certain things like in case you forgot um in his presidency we had school shootings for like an entire school year like every day like every day go look up the things like you know like there's been just terrible terrible things um yeah not just like things yeah. out of his control like disasters or whatever like stuff like that but it's like um well like well, what's like just uh, it gets me so frustrated because <laughs> there's just so much there's just so much <laughs> yeah yeah no i know and it yeah it just it makes me like my dad's not my dad but my dad's some some members of my dad's family are kind of red and really are, are Trump supporters. And I just kind of like, 
I don't, this is not, this is not the same as like, this isn't just like, oh, and this is not the same anymore as being Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative. Like you have to, there are things why he is okay with things and doesn't condemn white supremacy. And then again, you can't make a white supremacist condemn white supremacy. So like, uh, yeah, like that's like, yeah, but like, it's, that's the big thing. That's it, it's, honestly it. It's, it's just like, it, I understand that I remember I knew I knew people didn't want to vote for Hillary because like they felt like they honestly couldn't like consciously vote for her because of things she's done. Um, but like, uh, and, but this is yeah. different. This is so different. Like, yeah. like you can consciously vote for someone who locked kids in cages, who separated families, who supports white supremacy, who has outright called uh, Black Lives Matter. Uh, what, what was it? I forgot what he mentioned. He basically just, called them like just rowdy kids, like, you know, criminals, it, delinquents. Um there's too big of a list it's just kind of it's like i'm honestly wondering i'm like what is that like to be a trump supporter like not that i want to be one but like what is that (laughs) like because i feel like you know there's i just don't get it and i i four three years ago i didn't get it and looking back i can point one point point zero 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 one get why because he wasn't a politician Mm -hmm. but to me that's like you know it's just this is this whole thing has been a nightmare it just keeps getting worse and just please make sure in conclusion please register to vote make confirm your register to vote so we can actually have change and some peace and Yes. things get can get please. better <laughs> for the love of god please <laughs> just please <laughs> um on that note i know this i feel like that's been the scariest thing that we talked about this halloween episode <laughs> elections oh my gosh it's like the purge <laughs> oh my god oh my god yep 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 um i will say the memes i will say if all this had to happen i'm glad it's in a time where there's memes <laughs> Because some of the things I've been seeing are just like to the person that made this thing. I'm glad glad memes are here. Anyway, I am Samantha Tomlinson. And I'm Jocelyn Ponciano. And you've been listening to a scary episode of uh, That Good Old Disney Podcast.